from the streets of Gotham to the furthest Federation outpost. The brave and bold ambassadors of the Nerd Nation bring you the best in reviews, interviews, and more. Prepare for fun, in-depth looks at comic books, movies, and much more. Grab your passports, crank up the sound, get ready because Nerd Nation Radio is on the air. Welcome to another Nerd Nation Radio. We have, as always, an amazing show. And with me, as always, my stalwart companions, Curtis and Jack. So, Hello there. <laughs> Who says it's an amazing show? Uh, me. Uh, and and as, as, as a, a great a man once said, I am the decider. <laughs> Kurt catches that right away and chuckles. Uh, anyway, I'm not the decider at all. You guys yeah. are. So it better be it better be amazing. Let us know. We are oh. Oh, they are the listeners. Not I thought you were saying me. Okay. You're a piece of crap, dude. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking to me and Kurt. Yeah. Nah. Like we'll decide. We the decide audience. you're wrong. You don't get to decide. You hate everything. That's not incorrect. You're, you're Debbie Downer. I am not. I'm clearly not named Debbie. <laughs> you you just gave Kurt the look of death. Did I? Yeah, because he's turning down his phone, and you're like, you didn't turn down your phone. And meanwhile, I did pick up the I, little beat because no. I put my finger over. It would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at him because of that. Oh, you looked right away at him. I was like, oh, because oh, of the Debbie Downer. Yeah, comment. yeah, he was waiting for me to say something. Uh, I got that too. I is he Debbie Downer? Yeah, he is. Okay, thank you. Some days, some days <laughs> you are. But Jack, we love you. That's fine. But Jack, actually, here's some exciting stuff coming up on this show, in case you don't want to listen to us bicker for an hour and a half. Uh, Jack has not one but two movies to talk about, right? Yay. Yay. Here's uh, a hint. I hated them both. Oh, God. Hey, I got a Spoiler. movie or two to talk about. Yeah, Kurt's got a movie or two Recent to talk ones? about. Uh, yeah. Overlord was last year. No. Uh, I have one movie I've seen recently, and Kurt also saw it, so we can have a little lively discussion about that. Yeah, I've um, seen brand new stuff. Yes, yeah, so we have a little movie thing going on, cool movie thing. We have our normal nerd news. We have we're Oscar time. We're going to predict some of the Oscar categories. Whatever. Um, and it's going to be competitive, like always. It's going to be a big fight over a best boom operator. I know we all have our picks for that already. Yes. And I'm not sure how it's going to turn Vince. out. Vince. Vince. Bob. Bob's stupid. Vince is stupid. I can already see where this show's going. What else we got, Kurt? Hopefully something better than Vince and Bob. <laughs> uh, we're also going to do a box office report, as we always do, and we're going to wrap up some wrestling. Talk. Oh, right. Excellent. Oh, right. We find out who won the... Um, the uh, Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber. Talk about horrible pay-per-views. Who won the Elimination Chamber Nerd Nation Radio official picks? Yeah. Contest. Uh, I oh, mean, also, if you follow us on Twitter, you would know by now. Also, for the very first time, and I guess I'll make the announcement as we mention the segment. Uh, we announced on our uh, social media that we've got issues going on a slight hiatus until until we come back from our hard-traveling heroes trip. And the reason for that is we're trying to reformat and make it a more streamlined show and a more fun show for you guys to listen to. Um, but in the meantime, we've got issues that will be a segment on the show where Kurt and I pick 
between two and three books a week and talk about those. Yeah. Each, right? Yeah, maybe anything big that's coming out we'll yeah. talk about. Because there are going to be a few big Yeah, things. it's like War of the Realm starts, we'll start talking about that maybe. And, Did yeah. they already do that? No, there's lead-in to that yet. right now. There's tons of lead-in No, I mean, it. wasn't there already a book called War of the Realms? No, no, there was... Realm of Kings. Realm oh, that's of what Kings. it is. Yeah. This is actually more like Asgardian King. Yeah, it looks really stuff. cool. Have you seen the Art Adams, like, big wraparound cover? They're... No, people he's keep been, telling me about it. He's been it, drawing it on Instagram for a while now. It is freaking awesome. Nice. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Oh, we've got issues coming up on this show. Oh, do you know what today is? No. Steve Irwin's birthday. Oh, um, man. Do you well, still have be. birthdays? How does that work? Do you still celebrate birthdays even though you, you passed on? You can. Yeah, you can. All right, people well, who love you, and he's got enough people who love him. All right, well, great. Here's the thing. I want you guys to celebrate my birthday till you die. When I die first, if I die for a Jack will be dead already. But you, I want you to keep celebrating oh, my birthday. I'll be dead before you. Both of you, probably. <laughs> I've got a bump on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's, let's do news. He does have a bump on his foot. <laughs> on the bottom of my foot. <laughs> Hello, you beautiful freaks. This is James Masters, Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, giving you my fake British accent. It is time now for Nerd Nation News where all the news that's fit to talk about is given to you for free. So listen up. In sad news, Kurt has a bump on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Whoosh! Anyway. <laughs> Jack, you got anything? Gene, you got something? Jack went unconscious, yes. Um, here's some interesting news. IDW has a couple of very, very interesting books coming out. Um, we all know that they've recently... For some reason, started doing like the Marvel Kids line, even though they're IDW. Right. Yeah. They have an upcoming book called Spider-Man Two and One. Um, nice. Written. They're, normally, I just blow that off. It's a kid Spider-Man book, which typically I like, but this one is going being written by the amazing Peter David. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that, which makes two upcoming Spider-Man projects he's working on. Yeah. Is that why he asked who Spider-Man has never fought recently? I think so. Yeah, we were on his Facebook. He was like, "Who has Spider-Man not fought?" And we're all trying to figure out people. Right. That he never fought at all. Cardiac. <laughs> what? Uh, so Peter, you know who he's really never fought? Spider side. Here's here's a here's a, a sentence that <laughs> I never thought I would utter at any point. Peter David's writing a new Spider-Man comic for IDW. Yeah, super weird. The, the, these Marvel IDW books confuse me a lot. Yeah, it's like when 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 your teacher starts dating your father. <laughs> it is it is strange that they're farming out stuff like that. It is weird. And I don't know any reason that would be the case. I wonder if there was like actual pitch meetings between Marvel and IDW among the executives and they were like, You guys win and they were like, In your face, Joe Casada <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like IDW could do this better. You know. <laughs> With your characters you've had for seventy years. Make mine IDW. <laughs> oh I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, do you got something? I do, but you, you can go next. No, you have something, and I, I only have one thing. So do I. Okay. So let's let Gene go next. No, no, you go, because I have something that goes with uh, yours. I literally just went. So you go ahead. Funko. Oh, that's not what you were going to do! God damn! Like, we have a plan before this show. He, he, he's okay, definitely going to die. Funko. What are you talking about? Just Funko, and then I'll Do your go. news. Do your news. Please. <laughs> do your news. I, you had a story you were going to do, and then I thought, okay. Funko. So I had something to go with it, and then... I completely forget. All right, well, Funko. I know. Like anyway, Funko's moving into the board game business. Yeah, that's cool. They've uh, recently acquired the studio... 
Prusan Creative LLC. I'm sorry, it's Forest Prusan Creative LLC. They have made such glorious games as glorious Harry Potter. Is that glorious? Disney's Villainous. Glorious. House of Danger. Ooh, House of Danger. Yeah. Like and the, the Bob Ross game. The Bob Ross game. I've played the Bob Ross game. It is not bad. So wait, wait, what are you doing in this Bob Ross game? Paint tiny trees. <laughs> yes. Happy trees. You have to mellow, man. Yeah, wait, mellow. is that is that why you made that dinosaur on your Instagram or on your Snapchat the other day? The dinosaur in the yard? No. Oh, okay. There's no imperfections, just happy accidents. Exactly. You gotta be mellow, yeah. bro. Hell, you can't mind. be angry all the time. So, so this new game that Funko's making that you're oh, talk, I don't know choosing if... to talk about, I'm assuming it's L5R. <laughs> no, they don't own the... Fantasy Flight owns the license That'd be to funny, L5R. Be, <laughs> it would be, I would love some L, I would love L5R Funkos. You know I follow? Why? They would just be... Yeah, like, regular samurais. Well, no, like, like you got... There's a character... There's some characters. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long, but... Like, the Crab Clan has that big dude. Yeah. I can't They're remember. They're still I can't around. Of Some of them are still around. Uh, They've changed a lot of that, though, right. when Fantasy Flight yeah. came in. Can I make a quick admission that goes with your news? Uh, typically, before we get together, mm. I search for news about L5R so I can scoop <laughs> him on it. <laughs> really? Do you really? <laughs> I do. That's fine. I'm going to scoop you so bad that. on that. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, so your game. But that's there's no game. It's it's just them purchasing the studio that creates all these games. That's neat. Cool. So um, they're, the studio is going to give them access to 20 designers working under the creative leadership of Jay Wheatley. Um, they were founded in 2000 by Andy Forrest and Alan Prezant. Um, no price was disclosed on how much they paid for it. Hmm. There are a lot of properties changing hands these days. Is it a time of year for that or something? I don't know, but the thing is, is there's one real, real big board gaming company right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what they're called, but I know they're looking to sell off some of their stuff. Hmm. Um, they own Fantasy Flight, a couple other big companies and stuff that are competitors for each right. other. Well, I know WizKids just picked up uh, the Orville property. Huh, that's, that's kind of neat. Weird. Maybe uh, it'll be ships and stuff? That's my, that's my guess. Even though I don't know if the ships are necessarily like a huge part of that show. I haven't. I, I watched season one. I watched season two. Which there, there has was, a couple actually, different games. There was a Trek Clicks a number of years ago. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. They, they still right. have Trek Clicks. So they could be inserting crew into that game. Then they have well, um, there is a there is I saw pictures of crew for a Star Star Trek game. It's called Away Team. Yeah, uh, and they, they have little figures. I saw Borg. I saw mm. Tashi Yar. Um, I think I shared it on my social media. I'm not sure, but yeah, it looks pretty cool. I've seen four or five it's figures old. for it. Mm. Mm. Is it? it was, yeah, it, it was upcoming stuff. It was Away. They might still be producing stuff for it. But New Away Team came out years ago. Well, this is a new one, I guess, because they, they, it's a part of the whatever... My guess thing. is that's what they could be using it for. They also have a different version of, like, Fantasy Flight's X-Wing game that mm, focuses right. around um, Star Trek ships. So they could be nice. incorporating the um, the Orville I and wish that. Crimson Skies would have taken off from I loved kids. Crimson Skies. I, I really, really, I really, really liked it. Yeah, and I you really guys were the really world. digging that. I like uh-huh. the setting. Oh, dude, steam, uh, it was steampunk biplanes. Like, yeah. how can you not like that? Yeah. Good stuff. But steam- that's it. Whoosh. Whoosh. Uh, Let Gene go next. No, here's here's the story that Jack originally said he was going to do, and then uh, Netflix has canceled the last two Marvel properties. I told you I wasn't going to cover that because yeah, I you don't did. care. Punisher and, and Jessica Jones have been canceled oh, as well. My little side note uh, about that is that someone's very angry about that, and oh. and you shouldn't make him angry. Oh, uh, the Hulk, a, a Mister. Uh, Twitter verified name uh, Marshall Mathers, otherwise known as Eminem. Oh, really? <laughs> he tweeted out, Dear Netflix, regarding your cancellation of Punisher, you are blowing it. Sincerely, Marshall. 
no expletives there, so uh, it looks like... Uh, he's growing up and watching Netflix now <laughs> yeah. uh, but we will get one last season of Jessica Jones number three which is interesting yeah well because it's already been it was already well, no, filming I'm just saying it's inter- I'm interested yeah. in that but. I mean I mean season one was great because of David Tennant season yeah. two was not so great because I only had a tiny bit of David Tennant I've never seen season two so. there's like David Tennant ghosts hanging out for like one or two episodes okay like in her head when she gets like drunk beyond belief but anyway, so there's yeah. that. Uh, I mean, of course, these are probably heading over to like a Disney Plus or possibly something else. Who my, knows? my opinion is they're not going to continue these shows. Yeah, they but might. they will start new ones. Right with new actors. That sucks because some of those actors are like I, I didn't think Charlie Cox was a good pick to play Matt Murdock, but, but yeah. after seeing him, I became a big fan. See, unfortunately, what I would have liked to have seen is Marvel to spend a little bit of money because they have a little bit of money. You know, they're not broke. Right. Get those Netflix actors. For one scene in Avengers uh, Endgame. That'd be neat. Uh, with them fighting whatever menace it is on it the It seems streets. like they're keeping that stuff separate. But they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Right. The beauty of this stuff is that it connects. That's why, like, when in the first season of Daredevil, when we saw the, the Crusher Creel poster, yeah. uh, I got excited because he had already been on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. And appeared a couple times on that show since. But yeah, I was excited for the connection. That's what fans like. They like the connection. And I think that's an important thing. And I don't think it should be, like, held hostage by, by uh, continuity, but it should be utilized. Yeah, whoosh. Yeah, whoosh. Um, DC Comics is um, going to be dropping the amount of books they're publishing. No amount has been given yet, but we're hearing anything from, from low 20s to low 30s. Uh, they're currently publishing, like, 60 or 70 books a month, including miniseries and stuff. Um, I, for one, am very happy for this. I don't think we necessarily need some of these books out there. Um, Maybe we don't necessarily need a Suicide Squad book for now. Maybe bring one back closer to the next movie or something. Right. You know, maybe we don't need two Titans books, and I'm the guy that loves Titans. Maybe one Teen Titans book is enough. Yeah, I'll agree. I mean, right now they got that Suicide Squad Black Files, which has, like, the, the Suicide Squad Black team, right. you know, like the magic team and stuff. I, I dig that, but like that could be done inside the Suicide Squad book itself. Like right. Legion had different, you know, teams that would break off from the main Legion of Superheroes. You right. know what I'm saying? And, and stuff like that. So. As much as I like the current Suicide Squad writer, I think, I don't remember who it is now, but I remember... Rock Williams? Yeah, I kind of like some of his stuff. Not all of it. Not but, all of um, it. The problem is they've picked a team that they like very much, a core team, and they're not killing any of them off. No one's died in Suicide Squad in forever. Well, that's not true, Master Jailer. Well, that made me sad, but that was not a regular issue. Right, it wasn't, and he wasn't a regular member either. Right. Remember for that story. I loved that story, by the way. That was way. good. Atlantis, yeah. yeah. Do more like that. But um, that's the thing. You know, a Suicide Squad, I'd say at least like six times a year someone needs to die, die in that book. Yeah, but then you run sh- low on, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I'm not crazy about a handful of things with, with uh, Suicide Squad. Well, and, uh, I'd be okay if that book went away. A lot of it's nitpicky fanboy stuff. Right, but I, I'm, I'm happy for the change as long as the right books come out. We don't need three Justice League books if you're only publishing like 30 books. Right, I totally agree with you on yeah. that one. Whoosh, whoosh. Jack, I got another piece of news I just found as I was looking through comicbookresources.com. Oh boy. A website I frequent on uh, Fridays. <laughs> an, the only time you read it? An animated hard R possible adaption of the popular Alien Isolation video game is being produced. 
Really? Yeah. It is going to be geared for mature audiences. Seven episode miniseries. Uh, Access Animation is handling it. It will possibly air on the, and I did not know this existed, the official Alien website. Hmm. I never. There must be an official Alien website. It's owned by the same people that run the Godzilla website. I don't know if it's www.alien.com. I don't know. But uh, it's actually www.godzilla/alien.com. Yeah, but this is also this is the third Alien adaption that's in development um, hmm. that we talked about. There's a series in the works for Hulu and another series which we talked about I think a week or two ago uh, that's in pre-production for Fox. Wasn't there the cartoon? It is actually AlienUniverse.com. AlienUniverse.com. That's neat. I did not know that. Anyway, uh, possible seven episode. Hard R uh, comic or cartoon, excuse me, based on I- Alien Isolation, which was fun. I would rather play the game. It's a buddy comedy about you alien borrowed the game from me for like eight months. Yes, no, you did. I, I, I brought it back to you pretty quick because you whined about no, 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 no dude, it was forever. You had it for eight months. Because I had to hear him bitch I, about I it. I bought the game on eBay. Didn't even play. Have it. You played it yet? No. Okay. Then. <laughs> I bought it on my my kids did actually. I let Tristan. I let my oldest son really? play. Really? Yeah. How did he deal with that? He not so good. He didn't like it. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I bought it. I had it for like a week. You saw it sitting here. You said, "Can I ha- can I borrow this?" You had it for eight months. This was actually in the er- for eight this months. was in the early days of us podcasting again, and uh, Kurt whined about it every week, dude. Well, I asked you if, if you weren't playing it, if I could have it back. I played it. Played it. It's a good game. You should play it too. <laughs> you just said you didn't play you just it. Is that, anyone else have any other news? I do. I have another piece of news. I thought. I, oh, I have one too. So yeah, after go you go, you want me to go first? I just went. You go. All right, whoosh. whoosh. Uh, this is you both. A, a little, a little bit of a personal post, but the second issue of Dulce, a book that I co-write, is on Kickstarter right now. I'm very excited for this book. This is one of the funnier things I've ever written. I really hope you guys get a chance to check it out. Um, also, in in Nerd Nation comic news, the first comic that Kurt wrote is coming out later this month. It has been sent off to the printer. The first four pages of a comic I've ever read. No, you wrote the... Oh, yeah, you wrote the middle four... The se- second four pages. Yeah. Uh, well, that's right, cause, yeah, we left... I left... I ended up not writing a ninth page, because your ending was perfect. Okay. Cool. It, and it says, to be continued, question mark. Ah, oh, nice. That means we can do more later. Right. More Jack uh, kills everyone. That should be the next one. Jack kills... Everyone. Well, our good friend and fan, um, Nerd Nation pal jo- Joseph Spagnola, who's in the story as well, wishes to have a continuing uh, book of his own. And I told him you'd write it for him because I didn't want anything to do with it. Okay. <laughs> cool. Whoosh. Whoosh. Uh, here's that was news? Yes. That was news. Here's Ugh. the biggest news <laughs> of the week. Uh-oh. This was... Uh, this was hinted at and rumored earlier this week. Now it's happening and it's been officially announced as of I think the other day. Chris Hemsworth will be starring in a Hulk Hogan biopic. Yes, yes. Biopic. Yeah. <laughs> biopic that comes out from Netflix. It's Blopic. Uh, it will be directed by Todd Phillips uh, with Scott Silver writing it I believe. That's a neat pick. Um, who, are, who are also the people behind the current Joker movie that's being worked on. I wonder if Chris Hemsworth is like, I just cut my hair. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, some people... It's also being produced by Eric Bischoff, who was uh, behind the scenes running uh, WCW for a yeah, long time. Yeah, I thought so that name sounded familiar. That's kind of cool. Um, 
The thing is, this has already started to get a little bit of bad traction in the internet wrestling community. Oh, because of the, ra- the racism thing? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you would think that would be the first thing. But no? But no. Uh, Brian Alvarez from, uh, what is that, Wrestling Observer Radio, whatever it is. That, uh, Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer. Uh, Brian Alvarez was uh, kind of complaining that Chris Hemsworth is not big enough what? to play Hulk Hogan. Here's the thing. Are you kidding me? Uh, those Hobbit guys weren't that big, and yet they got they made they were made to look like they were three feet tall. <laughs> um, Chris Hemsworth is. I, I looked this up. I did a little research before the show. Chris Hemsworth is six three. Hulk Hogan is six seven. There's a little bit of a disparity and disparity there. But like, you're not going to see that on a silver screen or on your TV screen, no, folks, and, or your and phones four inches, or whatever. Four inches for a better actor, good deal. Yeah. I mean, I've heard four inches isn't bad, but... uh, Kurt knows all about four (laughs) inches being good. I mean, another thing, people are showing, like, shirtless pictures of Chris Hemsworth and saying, like, well, he's not as... He doesn't have the the 36-inch biceps, you know, pythons running wild. Well, number one, he could get them in time to do this. I don't think he could. Not in time to do this. Well, what's his name? Um, I don't think he played Wolverine. Has this weird thing where every every role, every time he does Wolverine again, he goes on this regiment. Yeah, but, dude, he's got to, like, mass up. Right. That's a different story. Like, yeah. and, and I, I don't think steroids kick in that fast. I, I don't allegedly. Know, I don't know exercise from my allegedly. hole in the wall. So I don't I'm know. not saying I don't think the juice runs through your system. Allegedly, like rocket fuel for the guy. Go- oh, that's that's Ultimate Warrior. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So Chris Hemsworth, Netflix cool. uh, coming up. Todd Phillips. So Todd, I think Todd Phillips you, directed Old School. Do you think with um with with fighting with your family and this coming out, there's a Kind of a, a trend now coming of wrestling things. No, you don't. Think, you don't think it'd be <laughs> I don't more. Know. Well, for I, me, for one, you know what I'd love to see, and this is me and probably nobody else. Give me a Bob Backlund biopic. Well, yeah, uh, a Backlund, uh, San Martino. There's a guy. Oh, right they there made an Andre the Giant one, I think. Right? They made a, a couple documentaries. Yeah, it was and, called Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> The the Andre the Giant documentary that came out last year from HBO was really good, but yeah, yeah I would love to see it, Andre. Ah, uh, Snooker. Snooker murder. Not really. Uh, oh, oh, that's right. He, he ended. He, badly. I don't know. He ended, well, allegedly. Well, the, the, doesn't that make a neat end of a story or an interesting one at least? Yeah, neat end. Well, an, an, an <laughs> it's, like it's an interesting story. one. It's like an interesting story. It is interesting. It is, it is like ninety six OJ. Well, you want a, you there. want a good interesting take? You do. Um, Ah, oh, man. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Why can't I think of it? Benoit? Chris Benoit, there is a movie, actually. I take that back. There is a Chris Benoit movie coming out. Oh, okay. So there you which, go. I don't know. Look, I'm I don't a, know how I feel about that. I was a huge Benoit fan. I love the, the, the guy as Him a Him and performer. Shamrock had great matches. Yeah, you gotta you gotta You're wonder. At WWE. I'm I mean, thinking, yep. I'm before. Dude. I guess it's kind of going off on a ramble a little bit. But you gotta wonder, like a guy who seemed like he's all right, to just do that, just totally f everything, just be done and do this heinous thing. Well, all the weird things that went around. I mean, I hate to admit, like I was a I was a legitimate hardcore Chris Benoit fan for right. the longest time. I am now someone who. He should never be in the Hall of Fame. I don't right. think he should. Well, no, based on what he did. I, I like the fact that I can go back and watch his matches because I do respect the performer and right. stuff like that and the art of it. Right. But like, I I don't I don't care to ever. I, there's no reason he should be lauded for right. anything. Well, no, and that sucks because his son uh, is is actually in the world of wrestling. His older son, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's 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 horrible. It's a sad thing. I remember yeah. when it happened. I'm not even a wrestling guy, but I, I came 
you know, I, it came to, to me, and I was like, holy crap. Oh, yeah. I'm Guys like Eddie Guerrero, I think, could have a fantastic mm-hmm. bio, biopic made about them. And uh, the one who I was thinking of that was on tip of my tongue, Bruiser Brody. Yeah. Bruiser Brody, who was killed in Puerto Rico, murdered mm-hmm. uh, in, in the shower there in, in a very wow. mysterious sort of way. Hmm. Um, that would be an amazing one, too. There's a lot there in the world uh, of wrestling. An overall WWF uh, movie. I don't know about that. I, I, you should probably pick each person's like a Ric Flair movie would be great because yeah. Flair's had a ton of. Well, I'd like to see it'd be fun to do a, a, like a funny take on the lawsuit between the WWF and the World Wildlife. Ooh, Fund. I don't. That'd be oh awesome. the World Wild. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the steroid. No, thing. no, no. The, the World <laughs> Wildlife Fund because as if, as I understand it, the WWF at the time sued the, the World Wildlife Federation. And but since they had been around longer, the judge is like, "No, you're gonna change your name." I'm not 100 percent sure how that works. I'm pretty sure it bounced back. At I them. think the World Wildlife Fund sued. I think it might have been. So I'm not. Yeah, up. it could have been reversed. I I, I I read about that at one point. I didn't care. I remember when they changed your name. I was like, "That's odd." But yeah, there's a lot of wrestlers. No. Me, there's a lot of wrestlers out there who have a lot of, and not just American wrestlers. You can do uh, uh, Japanese wrestlers, Hayabusa. I mean, there's a career that was cut short. There's a lot of stuff. Kenta recently, Kenta Kobayashi, not Kenta Kobayashi. Who am I think? Kenta Kobayashi would be pretty awesome too. Uh, the great Kenta. But um, oh man, why am I? Uh, Katsuyori Shibata, who did the headbutt the other year, had I guess subdermal hematoma. Oh, yeah, I mean, that. that his career, his life was kind of crazy before that. Here's a guy who would wear wrestling gear out the bars just to <laughs> get into fights with people. That's amazing. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. it does start something. I mean, it. it I, I think the world of wrestling has always been fascinating to me. The backstories, right? Because it is that weird thing where you don't know what's real, what's fake, right? You know, and that's what I like about wrestling. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And Todd Phillips did direct old school. He also directed the Hangover movies, so hmm. he's directing this. That's interesting. interesting. Whoosh, whoosh. In in our final piece of news, uh, it appears that the bump on Kurt's leg is spreading. It's on, it's on the bottom of my foot. It's on the heel of my foot. I think it's just a, I think a corn or something. So if anyone, everyone wants to co-host a podcast, we might be looking soon because Kurt might, you know, not. My be foot here. is so calloused. You can't even. Really, it's, it's, it, it does. It's like a dull ache. Box office time! <laughs> Woohoo! Hey Jack, rejoin us. This episode of Jack's Box Average Report brought to you by Jingle. Jingle, stretch your mind. And it's time now for Jerk Box Average Report. That was <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> I heard a stroke. You're like Box Average Report. Let me do it again. It's time now for Jerk. <laughs> Thank you, Gene. I appreciate that. Thank you, McMurray. (laughs) (laughs) So, coming in at number one this week, surprisingly... Surprisingly. Was Alita Battle Angel. Ooh! You know, actually... actually won. You know what's cool about that movie? Everyone said that's going to be crap until it came out, and everyone's loving it now. It's a good movie. Yeah, it flipped expectations, totally. It actually beat its expectations. Curtis, what was the over-under for last week on that movie? 22.5 million! 22.5 mil? Yes. Well, that's cool because it did twenty-eight point five. Wow! Kurt and Jack get a point. High they five. took the over. Wow! All right, number two was the Lego Movie. Ooh, what did that do? Twenty point eight. Ooh, that was. What was the over/under on that one, sir? Here's the thing: we guessed because they said it online that it would be twenty-seven million dollars. I'm 
You effed up. I did. <laughs> he I took me up. over. I he effed up, up again. <laughs> <laughs> I won the first one. Which is my my favorite message I've gotten in the last year. <laughs> it's been a running joke for people. People aren't going to get this at home, but but you you sent a message not too long ago on our group thing uh-huh. that was like I effed up. Gene <laughs> and I have been saying it to each other for weeks oh, now. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So who took the under on the Lego Movie? Gene uh, and I both took under. Yay! Right. You took over. Well, it uh, evens us out, Grav. It does. Coming at number three is Isn't It Romantic, which Ooh. scored 14.2 mil. Oh, that's... that's Kurt took over. Ooh. I was trying to be... Uh, I was loving love. What was our number? Uh, was 17 per- million oh. was the So me bar. and Gene took under? Yeah. Okay. Dude, that's not a good high. sign for everything else. Number four was What Men Want, which pulled in 10.6. Ouch, we didn't even guess that one. Happy Death Day to You came in fifth with 9.4. How did that happen? The bar was set at 17.5. Really? Jack, yeah. Jack and Kurt took under. Gene took over. Damn. Jeez. But I was wanting to take over because I thought that, that would do good. That got Jack ahead of me now. That movie actually came out a little early, too. Um, For yeah, Valentine's it, Day, yeah. 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 Hmm. came out on Valentine's Day. And then coming at Ronnie got the Which top 10. We have Cold Pursuit with 5.9. The Ooh. Upside with 5.4. Glass with 3.9. Yeesh. The Prodigy with 3.1 Green Book with 2.8 I like that movie um, Oh, oh, and uh, Spider-Man finally makes more money than Aquaman Oh, and really? Then, yep That's good Spidey did 2.2 2 mil, pretty much And Aquaman did 1.8 oh, hmm. oh, oh, so it did more in one week Yes, okay. Spidey has finally overtaken There's no way Spidey's catching Aquaman right, numbers right, Not overall. domestically well, Spidey's still kind of fresh, whereas Aquaman's been around forever. Uh, actually, you're incorrect. Spidey came out a week before Aquaman. No, did it? Yes. It did. Oh. Hmm. Spidey's been out for ten weeks, Aquaman's been out for nine. My memory's not so good. We know this. Uh, so, where did Fighting With My Family? It comes out this week. Oh, did it come out this week? Yes. Oh, guys- oh that's right. I wrote it down for last. Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That brings us back. Jack, what's those tallies look like so for the year of 2019? So currently we all went 3-1 this week, which really stinks. So that means nothing has changed in this. Yes. Gene's 11-4 now. Ooh. Kurt's 10-5. and five. Oh. Jack's 9-6. and six. Oh, I'm ahead. So, yeah, you've been ahead for wow. the past three weeks. But I thought for some reason I got bumped. No. Okay, good. We, we've all been right there on each other. Yeah. On, you know, As we are. Very <laughs> much close in score. We're like the We Bear Bears, we stack up. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> um, so the movie's coming out for next week. We got a couple pretty big ones. Ice Bear doesn't care. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you should. All right, here we go. So the big movie that we have coming out this week is going to be How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Ooh, that's a... What's their projected? Heavily promoted. Heavily promoted. Was I it? it? I see it Was ever. it, though? Uh, yes. Yeah, in case you're not watching Compared to TV. Lego Movie? Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the thing. You watch a lot of streaming. Do you watch a lot of regular TV? Not as much as I used to. Yeah, see, I do because I got kids and stuff. And we well, I used to a watch a lot more. Yeah, so when you, when, whenever you go, like, was it really? <laughs> like, it's always like, yeah, you're not watching. I mean, this movie's weird. I think the sequel's coming out way too late. 
Uh, Conan O'Brien had a very funny tweet earlier this week where he said, uh, they're making a third How to Train Your Dragon movie, exclamation point. At this point, they should really teach us how to train a dragon at this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something like that. Some, I'm paraphrasing. The over-under for this one is $46 million. What? Whoa. That's under. a big number. That's that is a under. massive number. Here's the thing, and I'm, I'm using my own life as a gauge. My kids, when the first one came out, loved it. They bought the little costumes yeah, they were floating so around, and now they don't care. They don't even want to see it. They, they've, yeah, you know, generationally, it's sort of lost its... Right, uh, so is this going to pull in a new audience of young kids? And That's the question. Hmm. I don't think it will. I think that 44 is a pipe dream. Jeans 46. Take, 46? Six. Yeah, Jeans taking under, under. Hard under. I mean, I have to agree. I can't, I can't justify taking over. I can Really? Yeah, yeah. Lego Movie. Look at Lego. Lego There's movie. a difference between How to Train Your Dragon and Lego Movie. No, there isn't. Lego yes, there is. Well, Lego Movie. Lego Movie at least is. There's not that much time. How to Train Your Dragon has a lot more stuff associated with that franchise than Lego Movie. Stuff okay. like what? They had. A, they have an ongoing Netflix cartoon series. What do they? Yup. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. It's right. recently ended. They but have they two, two previous movies that have done huge numbers. Huge numbers. Huge. I'm the, going the over numbers. on how to try. I can see this movie doing 52. What? Okay. Yeah. All right, Jack. This will be an interesting one. I, I like this because it ensures that I'll be ahead again next week. All right. Fighting with my family. <laughs> well, I can't continue to pick the same stuff as you if I want to beat you eventually. That's true. Yeah. Um, you can beat me anytime, Jack. I already have. <laughs> um, how to train? How to, fighting with your family? <laughs> they're projecting that to come in at at fifth place this week. Fighting with your dragon with how with much? Eight mil. Eight. Wow. I'm going to go over on that one. I have a little more faith in the movie than that. I'm going to go over as well. You have... Oh, you're going over? Yes. Yeah, I got a little more oh, faith man. in Oh, man. I'm going to be Debbie Downer. I'm going to go... I'm going to go you under. think so? Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I hope it does well. I'm a... As the wrestling fan. and I've I, seen I do. It. I like Paige. You did go see it. I do like Paige. I like Nick Frost. I like Stephen Merchant, who directed it. It's a... We'll I like Vince Vaughn enough. Um... I just don't think the buzz, I don't think the wrestling buzz world is going to go out and see it. I don't think people care as much. I think it might do well on streaming. And it might do well, like, Oh, it'll on, definitely do well on streaming. Do, do we even count rentals nowadays? I don't think we count rentals. I don't know how that they works. Don't, I don't think they do. But it'll probably, no it'll probably do well, like, DVD I mean, it's purchase. a way to make money. I'll buy it this Christmas when it's, like, on, on a sale for a dollar. On Black Friday. I mean, digital is really the only way people Digital, rent yeah, digitally. Oh, but there's Redbox, too. But people rent digitally nowadays, too. They do that with Oh, yeah, but Redbox is also a thing. Yeah, but that, really? I think it's, it's, it's not. It's in a lot of stores still. It's in Walmart. It's in Publix. Yeah. I wonder how, like, rental, even, like, digital rental stacks up to, like, the high point of Blockbuster. I bet you it's nowhere near. It's, it's, it's so, like, dead. That's a good question. I don't know. People purchase things. I don't know. There seems to be, with entertainment, um, less of a need to own something. Right. Well, yeah, I love it. Dude, trust mm-hmm. me. As someone who... Like has a collection of Xbox 360 games. I actually i have I have an Xbox One. I have yet to put a, an actual physical disc into my system. I use everything's digital with right, me, and I love it. That's where I'm going to. I just bought a game, and it, I made sure it was digital. Yeah, like it's but just so much getting better. Back, getting back to the movies. Uh, let's keep going here. Pick a couple more. You guys oh, okay? That? I guess more. Let's do it. Uh, they're projecting Alita: Battle Angel to score another 16 mil. Based 16. on what it did this week, I'm gonna say over. I'm going to pick lower. That's Gene's a big going drop over. Dude. Jack's going 44%. under. I'm going under. I think Alita will well, die off. 44 is, is common. I know. Um, that, but I think it's going to be better than that. And then let's go ahead and 
pick. Yes, sir. You want to do Lego Movie again, or how about... Eh, there's not a whole lot of big stuff, so let's stick with the top three. Lego Movie 2, the second part. Uh, well, what, what did it do last week, and what's it projected this week? They're projecting $11 million. Right, well, I told, told that's you That's like what a it did total, like, week. half... Yes, but what did you tell me? 20 Yeah, that's like half, basically. That's a 50% drop. That I'm going to go under. Steep. Jack goes under. All right, I'm going to take a chance. Slightly over. Kurt's but there's no under. slightly. It's over. It's yeah, under. That's why I'm saying over. Yeah, I'm going under. But I think it's going to be very close You're to really that You're really picking over? Yeah. Everyone's going to want to see how to train your dragon. Nah. I was Mr. Negative. I went under everything. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I picked one over. Here's one thing to keep in mind. The end oh, of March. Oh, did we pick uh, Fighting With My Family? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Kurt yeah. picked under on we that We had one. four picks. Yeah. The end of March um, is going to be interesting for movies because it is spring break. Right. So that, that'll that'll twist our our bets for that week. A when we bit. get to that, then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying in advance. That Meanwhile, like I can look ahead right now. There's not much coming out in March. Um, no. Not March 1st. Yeah, next week is nothing. Well, the 8th is big. That's not true. There, there's two movies that come out next week. But yeah, but crap. nothing big. It's right. Greta and Tyler Perry's and Medea Family Funeral. Uh, March 8th is Captain Marvel. That's it. Yeah. And then after that, it's Five Feet Apart, Wonder, Wonder Park, whatever those are. Nothing. It's another animated. And then March 29th is Dumbo and Captive State, which I've started to see commercials for Captive State. Mm-hmm. So they're pushing it. And the commercials actually look pretty good. So. And Captain Marvel is being advertised everywhere. I well, mean, yeah, of course Captain Marvel's going to Captain Marvel has recently surpassed Wonder Woman and Aquaman for pre-order sales. Nice. Yeah, it'll make money. It is the third highest pre-ordered movie now behind Black Panther and Avengers... Here's the it's here's the movie I don't see, and, mm-hmm. and within the next week or so, I hopefully I see more promotion is Shazam, because we're not seeing too much on regular TV. Hopefully, no. hopefully within the next two weeks, because it's about a month out, we'll start to see a promotion. I hope so, because I think that movie has a chance of actually being a, another good DC movie, which means they're, yeah. they're beginning to turn around. I think it'll do. I think it'll be an Aquaman. I think it could I be don't. fun. I, I mean, I don't know money, wise. money wise. No, 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 I'm saying as far as I oh, enjoy no, I think it. Gonna, I think okay. Shazam's going to do well. I think because I think kids are going to like that. Unless there's a whole bunch of dumb kids I think that the, get Marvel powers and screw that. Right, but the the appeal of a kid turning into a superhero like that that should appeal to a lot of kids. That should do well. Unfortunately, kids don't buy tickets to go see movies. Nope, their parents. But do. they talk their parents in this stuff. Yeah. Thus, tr- How to Train a Dragon. Yeah. My kids would rather see, like, you know, Pet Cemetery <laughs> sometimes than, like... My oldest is that way, too. <laughs> they're, well, I'm talking about, like, my, my youngest, like, looking forward to, like, It too, as opposed <laughs> to, you know... That's Shazam. awesome. But I, I will say, like, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. There's your box office report. Shove that up your pipe and smoke it. Whoa. That's disrespectful. Yeah, it is. Son of a... Let that one marinate. Yes. Nerd Nation Radio presents The Rope Break. Curtis Southern brings you the biggest wrestling news, rumors, and more. Ever. Yeah, take that. What you gonna do when the rope break comes for you? Gets racist on you. Oh, whoa. 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 Hulk, promote Hulk Hogan movies. Calm, calm it down there, allegedly. You were just in his damn store like, a couple months ago. 
Don't we? Uh, I, 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 he did do that, so I don't think we have to say allegedly. Oh. Anyway, allegedly steroids. <laughs> uh, last week was WWE Elimination Chamber. There were seven fantastic matches, including um, a cruiserweight match that got put onto the pre-show for no good effing reason because the regular show ended at like ten thirty. Why that? cruiserweight match couldn't get any relevance on the main show it doesn't make any sense to me it was a fantastic match buddy murphy and akira chizawa good stuff anyway gene and jack are both falling asleep while i talk about this i am not <laughs> it was wait it was a, wait in his, in his defense around this time every show doesn't matter the topic <laughs> he's been up for a while uh it was it was a really good show well, i take that back it was a fun show it wasn't the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life it was decent um, let's let's run down. You want to run down who won, or you just want to go at go like yeah, you know? Yeah, we can go go over who won and okay. Points uh, Buddy Murphy work. did defeat Akira Tozawa in the cruiserweight championship, retaining his championship. That's cool. The juggernaut is still rolling on in the cruiserweight division, uh, calling for some real competition, I believe, which could be leading to uh, Kushida showing up from mm-hmm. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Not that anybody knows what I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. I always think it's weird when I talk wrestling because you guys are just like, mm-hmm. but, you're, uh-huh. but you're not talking to us. You're talking to the person talking behind the Talking to the, the mic. people on the mic. So yeah. it's cool, and there are wrestling fans of our show. Uh, in a surprise upset, Baron Corbin Wait, beat... Wait, hold on. Who picked who? Oh, uh, Curtis and Jack picked Buddy Murphy to win. Uh, oh, we're doing this pick-by-pick pick kind of thing? Yes, yeah, why not? We way, have time. I don't lose points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got time. Uh, Curtis and Jack picked Buddy Murphy to win. Gene picked Akira. That's that's too bad. <laughs> uh, let's see. Baron Corbin defeated Braun Strowman. Excuse I have a me. question about Damn. this. Yes. I thought I changed my pick to Baron Corbin. You did not, sir. I am 90% positive I did. Uh, you may have recorded an asterisk after the, <laughs> the, the I said the you podcast. have a point. I will pick Baron Corbin. No, you didn't. Yes, I well, did. You have to no, go back didn't. and listen to the last week's show. Then I will. Hey folks, it's Curtis here. Uh, go back and listen to last week's show and do us a favor and, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Good now. Me and Jack are 1 1. I like that. Even if you had picked Baron Corbin, you wouldn't have won. Uh, Curtis picked. No crap. Curtis was the only person to pick Baron Corbin. I think you are a liar. And when Curtis did that, Jack went, Really? I am telling you, I changed my pick to Corbin. Me too. No. Me too. You I'm guys, giving myself a point. You guys Me picked too. no. You you're just trying to cheat. Braun uh, lost. Jack and Gene lost a point. Kurt won that point. Uh, that brings us around to. I'm trying to go in the order, but I don't we remember. Didn't the, lose a point. I don't remember the order. You should. I don't remember the order that the match went in or the show went in. So I'm just gonna go like this. Uh, Finn Balor beat. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. Ooh, I think I got that one and for the Intercontinental Title in a handicap match. Uh, Kurt and Gene got that one correct. Because Jack. the crap that I read before said titles weren't going to change hands. Oh my gosh, titles changed hands. Yeah, man. I know two of them did. Yeah, baby. Never listen to CBS Sports again. <laughs> you should never listen to CBS Sports. Uh, with that, the Usos defeated Shane and The Miz to win their SmackDown championships for, I believe, the sixth time. It'll be short-lived because one's going to jail. Go, nah, he's not going to jail. Goes to show you that drunken disorderly uh, wins you championships, kids. Jimmy Uso, I'm a fan. Who I that? like you. I like you. <laughs> I, I, I am a fan of the Usos. All right, who got what right on that? Uh, Gene got that one correct. All right. Only Gene? Yes, this was the oh, only... What? Uh, spoiler alert, this was the only match Kurt got wrong. Oh. Holy crap. <laughs> 
that brings us around to uh, the, 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 the Ronda Rousey defeated Ruby Riot. Damn it. In a match, you got it right. Yeah. Oh, I got it. All three oh, of us took Ronda. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. None of us thought that that was going to change. Hands. And it didn't. I, yeah. I don't remember what I picked it. And then she lost the next night, too. Now I suddenly remember the order of the show because we had the Women's Elimination Chamber Tag Team Championship for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Now, the one time I don't pick Bailey, she before she you say who, before you say who won this. At one point during that match, me and Kurt were just happened to be talking. He was watching the thing. I wasn't. Yeah. And he's like, "It's down to your pick and my pick." Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh wait, it's not." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something Gene, happened. Gene picked Nia and Tamina. As his picks, Nia Jax and Tamina. Uh, the thing was, it was down to Nia, Tamina, Sasha and Bailey, and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. As Gene and I were messaging each other, those three teams were left. I forgot about Mandy and Sonya in the match. So I was like, hey, Gene, it's down to me and you. And then Mandy Rose and Sonya and Sasha and Bailey all covered Tamina Snuka and got rid of Gene's pick. Oh, man. Um, I did win. Curtis took Sasha and Bailey to win. Like the one time I don't pick Bailey, and she actually wins. Jack, what kind of crap is that? It means you're not a real Bailey fan. Jack took the Iconics, <laughs> which wasn't a bad pick. I actually thought maybe the Iconics could could do this. Um, the only team that spent very little time in the match was Naomi and Carmella. It's because apparently they hate each other. Really. Uh, no, that's because just that weekend, uh, WWE announcer, and this is sal- salacious stuff, but whatever. WWE uh, commentator Corey Graves, uh, his wife had uh, posted a long thing up on Twitter and Instagram about the fact that she knew Carmella and her husband, Corey Graves, were having an affair. Holy crap. And so when Carmella was uh, out there, the crowd was chanting Corey Graves and chanting some other stuff. And I think they wanted her to get the hell out of the arena as quickly as possible. Holy crap. So, yeah, they they did last for a few minutes, but not long. Uh, Mandy and Sonya... Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville put on a really good show. I have to say, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, the, the um, I almost picked them. Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan from the Riot Squad, and Sasha and Bailey did a fantastic job in that match. Like those three teams, and I was really impressed with Mandy Rose. And, and the Sonya. Iconics are amazing too. And uh, Mandy Rose uh, looks like she might be getting a win over Oscar. She did. Oh, did she? She's not the champion though. But no, she she's did. not. She beat her. She beat her. Because of Lacey Evans? Like, what? what is that stick that she's doing? Shtick. Uh, Where yeah. she walks, she does a catwalk down to the ring and then goes right back? Yeah, it's pretty lame. Um, but there we go. Kurt won that one. And that brings us to the men's uh, elimination chamber. Everyone was cheering and rooting for Kofi Kingston. Just like I put on our Twitter account, so was I. So was Nerd Nation. Uh, we were all rooting for Kofi to win. Unfortunately, it came down to Kofi and Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan sold the hell out of Kofi. It, it was such a good final, like, yeah. so we finale. we all got that one? You and I got it right, because we oh. picked your favorite wrestler, Daniel Bryan. Oh, hot dog slapper. Oh, that's right. Oh, I like that dude. <laughs> Extraordinary. I hated him the first time he told me about him. But you no. gotta realize, it's a character. I kind of like it. It's a character. Yeah. He's playing, like, the worst of, of the worst, right. you know? And Jack picked uh, Randy Orton, which wasn't a terrible pick. There was a lot of last-minute rumors going, like, Randy Orton could win. I like Orton. I, I like Orton. That's, that's the only reason I picked him because of the the group of six that were there. He's my favorite. Well, Jack, if what? You, if you watched, yeah, of the group of six, Orton's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Orton's my second to least favorite. That's yeah. fine. Wow. Jack, if you watched wrestling like I did, you might get more picks right. 
Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I'm not. Samoa Joe? I don't care about Samoa Joe. You know, Joe. you're not a long-time wrestling fan. Orton's a better Orton's that. a better heel. What? Oh yeah. Orton was good in his prime. Uh-huh. Joe is phenomenally Joe's good. Joe's alright. What? He's alright. Joe would kill you. That's which Joe. is what what people chanted when Joe comes out sometimes. What, Joe's Joe's, Joe's going to kill you. No. <laughs> uh Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, Jeff Hardy. Uh, Hardy's Kofi, okay too. Hardy's alright. AJ's probably my least favorite of that group. AJ Samoa, uh, Daniel Bryan, and Kofi are all better than. <laughs> I hate to admit it. The funniest, the best thing Jeff Hardy did was stand in the ring while Samoa Joe insulted him the other week. Dude, that was amazing. Samoa Joe comes down to the ring and, and all the guys are standing there and he insults each one in turn. And when he goes to say something to Jeff, because he's saying, like, I don't know why all of you are out here. I should be the, the number one contender, blah, blah, blah. Jeff Hardy starts to open his mouth, and Samoa Joe says, hey, pretend like it's an AA meeting. It's my turn to talk. Uh-huh. Quite, and Jeff Hardy has had a long-running uh, issue with substance abuse. So, so that was pretty, yeah. it was cutting. It was harsh. It was funny, though. Is I mean, that the last pick? That's the last pick. Kurt won the event overall, and we are going to count the overall event wins. Let's do that. Two this so far this year. Kurt has won. Oh, are we just counting overall event wins? Oh, no, you that's can count. a lot easier yeah, I'd like to, to know. catch up to you than it is points based. Oh, no, no. Well, but we'll go with that now if that's how you want well, to no, do it. I won both. Because last time when we did Royal Rumble and I won that one too, you threw a fit because you wanted to go individual matches because you figured that would be a good way to catch me. What are the points for this? This Kurt got six out of seven correct. Jack got four out of seven correct. I got two. Or no, I'm sorry. Jack got two out of seven correct. Holy crap. Gene got four. So Gene's about still doing that like 50-50. If he doesn't win, he's 50-50. At least I won't lose. So currently the overall point system is as follows. Jack and Gene are tied with six picks each. Kurt has 11. Wow. But Kurt is only two wins above me and Gene with two overall victories. Huh? Yeah, wait. if you go by... Oh, wait, which one are we using for our bet? All of it. We're going <laughs> to factor it all. Because here's, here's what happens. Kurt has 11 total picks right. Mm. There have been two shows this year. Kurt has gotten both of those shows. He's I, I beat both of you. So we're doing overall score. We're doing good. I mean, if we're how you have both, if I'm gonna wear a sun sundress. I need to know how it's. Gonna it, it's basically it's rigged. <laughs> so you wear a sundress and Jack does whatever he dresses. Well, no, like wait. A second place doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, you do. I thought yeah, the, you lo- do. No, the loser has to do no. stuff. You, well, you both will be losers. Yeah, three of us. The There's loser, only one winner, bro. Unless you tie. I'm second winner. Second, second place man. is just first loser. Yeah, no, second, second place is first runner up. That's I know it's a, it's a silver trophy, man. That's a nice trophy. It still makes you a loser. You don't even get a trophy, Jack. Third place gets a trophy. You get you get escorted out. It has been proven <laughs> that third place is usually happier with third place than second place <laughs> is happy with second place. Okay. Because third place is just glad to be there. Second knows they suck more than first place does. Wow. You just made all that up, huh? Yeah, he's, no. he's justifying his loss. <laughs> he did research. I did. In the science Anyway, lab. there's some wrestling news. Uh, we got coming up a fast WWE Fastlane, so check in with us in like, I don't know, two or three weeks. Ding, ding. We'll be doing that. And then uh, from the road, possibly, we'll be doing our WrestleMania picks. Yeah. Oh, right. WrestleMania that's, that's is... That's the weekend of uh, our Oh, trip. that's right. You say you want to try to rush back on Sunday. Yeah, or I'll watch it on my phone, one or the other. Right. Jack will drive. Well, you do either. I don't care. Yeah. I'll be watching NXT on my phone on Saturday Ooh. night. Bring your tablet, dude. Hey, this is Jack, and you're listening to Nerd Nation Radio. Ah, ooh, check it out. It's time for the Nerd Nation Radio annual Oscar picks. 
picks, picks, picks. Well, this is going to suck. I think Curtis won last year. I don't remember. I did, because the losers had to give an acceptance speech thanking me. Well, I thought it was going to be La La Land, but... <laughs> that was, that was, like oh, that was a couple years, years ago. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the only, only Oscar joke I got, sorry. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think we made that joke like 50 times last time. And too. I'll make it again next year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the uh, we're going to go with still alive. a couple of Oscar picks. We're gonna. I thought I had this set up. I didn't have it set up very well. Here we go. Uh, we're going to pick uh, winners for a couple of categories. Nine categories, to be precise. I don't know how fun this will be for everybody. Who cares? I think it's going to be awesome. So here's what we're going to do. It's going to be... The, we'll start with the goofy one. We'll start with the one we know absolutely nothing about. Good movies? Hey. Best makeup. Awesome. I already got a pick for this one. Here, well, here's the thing. There's a couple nominees for the same movie. So this is going to be where it gets weird. Greg Can Canman Canon Can not Canon because it's an M at the end. Canum, that's weird. For the movie Vice, Pamela like Venom, but Canum. Yeah, actually, yeah, sure. Uh, Pamela Goldam Goldammer. <laughs> what? It's, it's it. Your make- last name is Goldhammer. You're making like, these names up. Goldammer, <laughs> Pamela Goldammer. These people don't exist, Kurt. For the movie Border. Jenny Shurcore. Oh my god. I'm not kidding. For Mary Queen of Scots. Mark Pilcher for Mary Queen of Scots. Goran Lundstrom <laughs> for the movie Border. Kate Briscoe for the movie Vice. Patricia Dehaney LeMay for Vice. Jessica Brooks for Mary Queen of Scots. Jack, since you're the that's makeup it? expert, that's it. Break. Jack. I'm going to take the last one. Jessica Brooks? Yes. Was that for Mary Queen of Scots? Mary Queen of Scots. I'll go Jack. What? Whoa. You know why? Because of all those movies, I didn't see any of them. But Mary Queen of Scots is the one I'd like to watch. Here's here's a little tidbit. I picked their name because it was the easiest to say. Well, there, there's three people for Mary Queen of Scots. I know, Scots. but I can't, be, I can't be bothered by all that. <laughs> I'm going with uh, Greg Canham, the first one. It's so weird that multiple from people Vice. from one movie... Like, are they supposed to, like, differentiate? Yeah, how do you tell who did what? Right, because they're all on a team together. I I, uh, I just the other night watched Mary, Queen of Scots. Oh, was it good? No joke. I really um, want to see it. It was all right. Very slow. I have a feeling that might be, like, the Oscar surprise. Like, hey, it's going to win really, the I don't think awards. that'll win. I don't think that winning awards is much of a surprise. What I, mean, I think it's going to be the, the, the big movie that takes a lot of awards. Right. Here we go. Uh, I'm just going to... Because there's a handful of names on each one, so I'm just going to give you the movie. Best Visual Effects. Ooh. Christopher Robin. The Winnie the Pooh movie. Alita Battle Angel. Avengers Infinity War. First Man. Ready Player One or Solo A Star Wars Story. Oh, man. Visual Effects. Ready Player One. Not based on not based on anything else but the visual effects. Yeah, Ready Player One. What the hell, man? Dude, if, if I went first, I still would have said that. You're full of malarkey. Oh uh, man! What are the other choices? I'm not picking the same crap as Hoyle every well, damn then time. Let me, let me go first then. Christopher Robin, Avengers: Infinity War, First Man, Ready Player One, Solo. First Man. First okay. Man. You really want to lose? Okay. Okay. I'm not picking the same stuff as you. I do want to see First Man really bad. No, that goes to Gene or Jack. Sorry, I, I scratched out the wrong initial. That's Gene. That's Jack. Uh, I'm gonna go with Avengers: Infinity War. Because it seems I, like the, the obvious win. Yeah, we'll no, see. No, it doesn't. 
All right, and then we come to best animated feature. Spider Verse. Ver. Here we go. Ralph breaks the innocent. Innocent. Innocence. <laughs> oh, I- I'm, I'm thinking, thinking something else. I'm saying Spider Verse before Jack does. All right. Okay. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Mirai. M I R A I, which is a Japanese movie, I'm assuming it looks like an anime. Mariah. Ralph Harry. Breaks the Internet, Mariah, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, Incredibles 2, and Isle of Dogs. <laughs> which we made fun of for so Gene long. Gene says Spider Verse. Now Jack is screwed here because he's like, I'm not picking what Gene picks. I know, I was. But this is the obvious winner. Right. Ralph Breaks the Internet, Mariah. Why do you do this to me? Spider Verse, <laughs> Incredibles 2, Isle Why of Dogs. Why do you do this to me? Because <laughs> it's fun. I'm going with Isle of Dogs before really? you pick. Yeah, I just think it, it's gonna. It's one of those weird, quirky West. Actually, Anderson I movies. did. I did point out how cool visually it was when we put the trailer. Came. Why do you do this to me? Why do you do this to me? Why? Because we love you, Jack. Because of the deja vu feeling it gives us. Why do you do this? I'm gonna pick to Isle of me. Dogs. Jack picks Isle of Dogs with Curtis, giving me the win. Wow. Who would have thunk it? Let me write that down. Here's what Jack tells me I'm a loser. <laughs> You're a loser. So, And I respond with, so is your mom. Now we come to the next movie. You respond to this? Or the next uh, the next pick. Best Supporting Actress. Oh, I got this one. Emma Mira Shapova. <laughs> what? No. Who? Did you just make uh, that name up? Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Emma Stone for The Favorite. Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. Rachel Weiss for The Favorite. Oh, she should have played in Vice. Marina de, de Tavira? Marina de Tavira for Roma and Amy Adams for Vice. I'm going to go for uh, If Beale Street Could Talk. Again, I think that was, I heard that was a really, really good performance all around. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about I haven't seen that one. I really yet. want to see that. People were saying that that kind of got pushed out of Best Picture and it shouldn't oh, really? have been. No. I, I'm gonna, I'll try to watch that this weekend. Because I've seen a few of these. I've seen The Favorite. What was the first one? And I've seen Vice. Judge uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone for The Favorite. You like Emma Stone? I Emma love- Stone for The Favorite and Rachel Vice for The Favorite. I adore Emma Stone. I really do. I'm going to go Amy Adams. Amy Adams for Vice. That's not a bad pick. I, I, she was pretty good. After her performance in Man of Steel. we got to love everything she does. I am going to go with Rachel Vice. Sure. For Vice. Uh, for for the favorite, because I actually like You're now starring Rachel Vice in Vice. I wasn't super crazy about that movie, but she was pretty good in that movie. Okay, whatever. I don't care about this. It's the Oscars. They're dumb. yeah. I don't care either. Uh, here we go. Best supporting actor. Actor. Jimmy Rice. Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Oh man, he was so good. Marshahala. I always mess up his name. Marshahala Ali. I like the guy a lot for Green Book. Sam Rockwell for Vice. Sam Ooh. Elliott for A Star Is Born, which I am going to watch tonight probably. Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me. I want Ali. How can I? How can I vote? How can I not say Sam Rockwell? You want Marshahala Ali for yeah. Green Book? Dude, he was really good in that movie. I have to say Sam Rockwell. I have no choice. Yeah, and I know Sam Rockwell. He's the guy. He's the man. I love Rockwell. And I believe he won last year for uh, Three Billboards. Yes, I think he also won but for... But I think it was uh, well, because actor. he won his last Oscar nomination. He won't win this year. I think he won they, for they Iron Man, like too. <laughs> Richard Grant, though. Can you ever forgive me? I, I saw Can You Ever Forgive Me recently, too. Yeah, good. It's all right. It's like, it's like one of those subtle, slow, depressing movies. Oh, nice. Kinda. Like where you're poisoning your boyfriend four times? No. I love that movie. 
Phantom Thread. I still want to watch that awesome. movie just to see if it's anything like you described. You know what? Guy. I'm going to go with Richard Grant. Okay. I, I don't know why something's directing me. Plus, they also won like some what are the BAFTA awards or whatever it was. I don't mm. know. Well, if he won a BAFTA, he's not winning an Oscar. We'll see. <laughs> really? Best actress. Here we go. We're getting oh, we into the nitty gritty. No, this is supporting. Oh, actress. supporting. Gotcha. Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, also known as Rocket Raccoon in Lady Gaga movie. All uh, right. Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive yeah, Me? No, really? Yeah, she was in that. Melissa McCarthy. But she got nominated for an Oscar. That's amazing. The movie's not bad. You guys well, both is. haven't seen the movie. You're, you're I don't crapping. like Melissa McCarthy. I'm not like a huge fan of hers. I, she's I think the she's one okay. in the puppet movie, right? Yeah, but that don't don't gauge her by that movie. She's Too in a late. bunch of other crap. She's in Spy, which I enjoyed. Yeah, she's done some other like, stuff. Like, Spy is phenomenal. Can You Ever Forgive Me? He's not a bad movie. Anyway, Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me. Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, who won, I believe, a BAFTA or something. Uh, Yalitzi Ap- Aparicio for Roma, and Glenn Close for The Wife. Lady Gaga, Melissa McCarthy, Olivia Coleman, Yalitzi Aparicio, and Glenn Close. Glenn Close is the classic pick, I think. You gonna go with close? I, yeah, I think that's the safe pick. I'm gonna take Roma. You're going with Apparatio? Apparatio? Yeah, just to make you say her name more often. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I got it right. Apparatio. Apparatio. That's what I'm just gonna do from now on is pick the hardest name to pronounce. You like, know what I'm gonna go with? I'm I am gonna go with. Uh, I would have gone with Olivia Coleman again because I thought I think the favorite might be one of those movies that takes a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go with Lady Gaga. Okay. I haven't seen Stars Born. Bradley Cooper got. Is she smart. really? I mean. Seeing her, like, I haven't seen the movie, but her acting in a serious role, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Like I Bro, said, I'm going to watch she it wore a meat dress. I'm pretty sure she can act. Uh, <laughs> I don't see the correlation. Here we come down to best actor. Ooh. The man uh, that Jack says got snubbed is in this category. Bradley Cooper, who told you obviously didn't get snubbed uh, for there A Star is. is Born. Willem Dafoe in At Eternity's Gate. Uh, I believe that's the one where he plays uh, God Vincent Green, Van Gogh. Green Goblin? No. Uh, Rangers' newest villain? Rami Malik for Bohemian Rhapsody. Vigo Mortensen for Green Book. And Christian Bale for Vice. I'm going to go with Bohemian Rhapsody on this one. Rami Malik, you know yeah. what? He might be the safe bet. Uh, I think so. I, I might have to agree with you. I got to agree, too. Really? Wow. You're going with him? Yeah. All right. Sheesh. You might as well do it, man. man He's going to be the Vigo one who Mortensen. wins. Vigo's good, but the Bohemian Rhapsody Vigo. movie, man? There are a bunch of great actors in there. Although, oh, you know, you know one Vigo. thing? One thing I'm going to question a lot. Uh, over Earlier, we did supporting actor. Yeah. And I don't consider Adam Driver a supporting character in Black Klansman. I consider him the main character. Yeah, that is a weird like thing. Yeah. I'll agree with so you who's, on that. Who's the leading, leading man if it's not him? The main dude, I forget his oh, name. Oh, right, okay. And and it's amazing he's not included because yeah, he that, was really good. They, I can't remember that dude's name, unfortunately. But the um, the designer, the set designer, she definitely has some kind of award for that movie because it's so it looks so seventies, looks so right. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Christian Bale because why not? He played uh, Dick Cheney. He was pretty good. I really want to see Vice. I, I gotta watch that it's, movie. It's alright. I mean, it's not the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Right. But the actors are amazing actors in it. Yeah. I, I've heard it described hey, though, as... Best as, Director? I, I've heard it described as um, a, like, basically lefty propaganda. <laughs> and it, it very much is. Is yeah. it? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best Director, Spike Lee for Black Klansman. 
Adam McKay for Vice, Powell Polakowski for Cold War, Alfonso Caron for Roma, and Yorgos Lathimios for the favorite. I'm definitely going with the uh, first one. Uh, Spike, Spike Lee. Spike Lee for a great movie. Spike Lee actually coming back and doing the kind of movies he should be doing. Jack. The last guy. <laughs> Yorgos? Because of the name. You have to say the whole name. Yeah, what's Yorgos Lethimos. Huh. For what movie? Uh, the Favorite. Yeah, sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, I haven't seen any of these movies. What, is there a bad one coming up? No, I'm just, now I'm thinking, do I go with somebody else, or I'm gonna go with The Favorite. Spike Lee? No, Yorgos Lethimos. That's The Favorite? I think The Favorite is The Favorite to win. The Favorite is the movie. Oh. And usually, Best Director will also win Best, uh... Movie. Movie. Um, here's the thing. Best Picture nominees. Here we go. Roma. A Star is Born. Give me good tomatoes. Vice. Green Book. Black Klansman. Black Panther. The Favorite. And Bohemian Rhapsody. All right. My, a whole lot. Damn it. There's like three movies I'd like to win. Right. But, I, but of those movies, I think Bohemian Rhapsody is going to be the winner. I'd like to see Black Klansman take it. But Bohemian Rhapsody is pretty powerful. Okay, Gene's taking Bohemian Rhapsody. Jack? I wouldn't call Bohemian Rhapsody powerful. Give me the picks again. Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Green Book, Vice, A Star is Born, and Roma. I'm going to go all in on The Favorite. Damn it, so are you. Man, that's what I was going to do too. You know, bastard. You just know, you're doing that because I said I would pick him. I honestly would like Black Panther to take it as well, just because a comic book movie yeah. taking an Oscar for I hate Best the Picture. It's not. It's not going to. It, it, the fact that they got picked as a step forward, and maybe in ten years we'll get a comic book movie winning the Oscar. We, we could have a whole debate on why it got picked, maybe, because I don't think it's the best Marvel movie, and I think it's kind of a travesty that that gets picked over other movies. Uh, clearly, the best movie still stars Black Panther from Marvel. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, uh, no. Oh, we were talking the best Marvel movie, right? Yes. Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Civil War? Uh, Just kidding, because it's Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is really good. I like you, you know, I prefer that over all the other Captain America movies. Um, uh, but Guardians of the Galaxy is yeah, better. Ant Man. What? Ant Man's a good movie, but it's, it's not the fun. best. It's the one of the most heart. No, get Hell the yeah. fudge out of here. Well, what's the one of the best heart? Don't Guardians, Guardians of the... two. Guardians two first. Guardians off, two is more. You heart. know, pulls my heartstrings. Me too. Me too. I'm with you. Thor on that. three. Guardians has Thor three was a sitcom. I liked it. But Are it you wasn't. kidding? It's amazing. It's, Korg. It's fun. The only problem I had with it is, dude, he he's a man of rock who got beat by paper. Right here, <laughs> here's the problem I have with Thor Ragnarok. He loses all his people. Like like that civilization is destroyed. Asgard, no, it's not. Asgard is destroyed. Clearly, Dad said Asgard can be wherever you want it to be. All right. Well, that's that's just being a, that's just saying Asgard's in your heart. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's not. Clearly, it's going to be up in the um, Fjords. All right. Why don't you make a rainbow bridge to your heart? <laughs> what <laughs> the Fjords? Uh, the They're going to sit right next to the Fjords in the right, Nissan. Let me finish, please, for the love of yes. God. Okay, so his entire kingdom gets destroyed. The physical land. Okay, because Asgard's in your butt. And uh, then he loses an eye. He loses an eye, loses his hammer. His brother gets killed in front of him. But he's still making jokes. That doesn't happen. Oh, that's right. The the end thing. The other stuff all happens. And he's still joking around like everything's great. No, he's not. By by Avengers, he's not joking around. Yeah, he's pretty depressed at the start of Avengers. 
the start of Avengers. Avengers, he's treated seriously again, but all through Ragnarok, he he's like, do, 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 do. no. By the end of Ragnarok, he's pretty busted down. Yeah, I don't know. He's torn down. It's a very different his, tone. His Asgard has been destroyed. Here's the thing: I'm probably gonna lose this because I picked the director of another movie, but I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Green Book. Really? Yeah, okay. I, I like Green Book a lot. Whatever. All right. Can I pick Thor Ragnarok for best picture? No. <laughs> no. And there's our picks. Check back next week. Uh, I don't remember any of them, but I got them written down. We'll, we'll do it, and Jack will probably lose by a couple points, and he'll try to say, like, I didn't say that. I picked the names hardest to pronounce. There you go. So, so when, That was my strategy. When, like, Jessica Brooks wins for this, we'll know G- Jack's No, I picked crap. her because she was the easiest. Oh, that's, that is true. Jack did pick Jessica Brooks. Anyway. That's before he got a strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So there's our Oscar picks. Uh, maybe I'll live tweet <laughs> if really? I watch the Oscar. I don't know what's on Sunday. See, night. I would do that kind of thing, but I don't want to watch the Oscars. Desperately don't want to watch. Maybe them. I'll just get updates. There you go, and then I'll tweet. Anyway, there you, you go. Just watch somebody else's tweets and retweet. That's what I might do. I might uh, watch Perez Hilton's tweets and then no, there retweet. you go. Well, retweet them. Yeah. Congratulations to so and so. Jack's got a point. Anyway, there we go. Oscar stuff. Ding, da, da, ding, 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 ding. Everybody's watching TV. Oh, I was drinking, <laughs> sir. I'm listening intently. I need much more alcohol for this show. Nerd Nation Radio presents We've Got Issues! A comprehensive look at this week's comic books. start with last week because right. we didn't do a show last week and i do have one or two things i'd like to talk yes. about now to explain we're not going through the entire <laughs> list of stuff we're, we've each picked a select number of things to talk about here's the thing usually on a scale of one to five is how we rate these things five being the best one being the worst uh last week february 13th i got uh to read the pleasure of reading mark russell's new wonder twins number one from dc comics i gave it a 10 it broke the record. It is hilariously funny. It is incredibly good. I enjoyed the hell out of this book. Uh, there's tons of humor. I even uh, made a point of like telling my oldest son, hey, you got to read this. He loved it. It's really good fun stuff. Uh, I can't say anything more. Mark Russell's uh, stuff that I've read that he's done so far, and I know he's writing currently the, the Lone Ranger book over there at, uh, what is it, IDW or Boom or Dynamite? Didn't One he also of those. do Red Sonja? He did the new Red Sonja that just fabulous. came out, which was fantastic. Um, so, yeah, Wonder Twins, number one, last week. Mark Russell, Stephen Byrne did the art. Fantastic book. I couldn't recommend it more. You should go out and pick it up. Check it out. It's definitely it's geared more towards a tween read, but also I, I don't see how adults couldn't enjoy it, too. It was ex- exceptionally funny. Yes, and some great character stuff with, of all people, Batman and Superman. Well, yeah, that that was exceptionally funny, too. But, yeah, I highly recommend it. That would be one of my major... That would be my top pick of last week. Nice. Gene, you want to go, or you want me to give another pick? Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. My, my If I had to pick a top book from last week, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be Wonder Twins. Okay. That was fantastic. I mean, it was really, really good. It's funny. Uh, as I said, there's good, good character stuff. The art's neat. Um, this is something I think that could really gain traction. Yeah. If DC is smart enough to push it, like that should be the free comic day book this year. Oh yeah, that could to get people. Yeah, that's, without a doubt, 
It would be an amazing book to do for that. So that for last week, that's definitely my pick of the week. So if you want to continue, Kurt, I'll come up with one. I've got two other books from last week I want to talk about because I honestly didn't like a whole lot from this current week. So you can take this week if you want. Uh, also from last week and also from DC Comics, Justice League Dark by James Tinian and Alvaro Martinez Bueno. Uh, this book was bueno. I gave it a five had we done the show last week. Uh, tons of other characters show up. It was exceptionally good. The Lords of Order seem to be the villains, uh, including a very melted, helmeted uh, Doctor Fate, which is very cool. Etrigan shows up in, in two books last week, which is really cool. And um, stuff's starting to happen with the other kind attacking. Uh, the magic users decide they're going to hide out in the same realm that um, the Nightmaster used to guard, that Blue Devil's currently in charge of. So it looks like it's coming to this big, uh, major, epic battle. And I'm digging the hell out of it. Just Like Dark has been a fantastic book since the first issue, if you ask me. And these last couple of issues have been exceptionally good. Uh, Just Like Dark, number eight, one of my major picks. Excellent. I, I want to mention Amazing Spider-Man, uh, 15? 15, yes. Yep. Um, Kurt had read this before me and stressed the importance of me reading it. And uh, it, I, he was absolutely right. First of all, you put Black Ant and Taskmaster together, I'm in. Right. Like that's It's a great team. They've been teaming those guys up. Yeah. And I think that's fantastic since basically Ant-Man was Task, Taskmaster's kind of major foe. Whenever he would appear, he'd fight Taskmaster. Right. So it's kind of neat that now, now the other Ant-Man sort of is a team with him. But there's lots of cool stuff that happens in the issue and a big surprise, a huge surprise that's going to have repercussions going forward for the, in the Spider-Man universe big time. I can't believe they didn't actually make a bigger deal about that. This issue might have been under-ordered at your retailer, so grab one now. <laughs> I, I predict this as an actual hot book people go looking for. Okay. Due to that event. I don't want to spoil the event. Oh, you're not going to spoil it? Do you want to? I mean, There's a major return of a major character from Spider-Man's history and mythos. This was how I knew Gene hadn't read this right, book, yeah. because I knew I would have heard about it had he did. Do you th- all, all I'm going to say is somewhere... Peter David is screaming, what the F? Right. <laughs> I'll ruin it. I'll, I'll, okay, it's, been, it. it's been over a week. Uh, Ned Leeds has returned to the the world of Spider-Man. He's still alive, folks. Oh, Jack, Jack's like jaw-dropping. Yeah. Really? Ned Leeds is back. And what does that mean if he didn't die? What does that mean for the Hopgoblin mystery? Think about it. Big, yeah. Big repercussions. <laughs> so we'll, Who's the current Goblin? Well, it was Roger Kingsley who was renting out the costume to... Other people, right? Right. Ulrich, wasn't it? Well, well Ben, Phil. He, he, yeah, he, Phil, Phil. He took care of Phil, I think. Or Phil died? I don't. I, I think he died somehow, but I don't know. Yeah. He died. I think I'm so. confused by a lot of that stuff. I I was reading different things at the time during during the the end game with Goblin War with all the different goblins. Something happened to him in there. I think he. I think Goblin might have killed him. Yeah, I think so. I think Osborne Norman yeah, might have gotten. Yeah, yeah uh, I 100% agree. I do have. I do have a mention, because I feel I need to mention one book, but I, I, there's another book I really want to talk about for just a second. Okay. Uh, Thor number 10. Jason Aaron wrote it. Uh, Mike Del Mundo did the art, and his art has definitely grown on me, because I, I was not a big fan of Mundo. Uh, but I am now. This book is leading up to the War of Realms. Mm-hmm. This book, I'm not a big fan of Odin. I've never really liked the character much. I still don't like the character very much. This book was told from Odin's perspective, narrating the story. Um, basically, Odin's a drunken louse who's no longer the king of Asgard and whatnot because it's run by Freya. Uh, but he's also choosing a side, it seems, in this War of Realms. 
Uh, but he's also trying to toughen his son up to, to deal with it. Uh, he fights Thor. And him and Thor have a huge knockdown drag out fight where they beat the holy hell out of each other. And then Thor basically pummels Odin near death uh, by the end of it. All the while, Odin's talking about how much he wishes he could just tell him he loved him and, and what a, uh, uh, how much he's turned into his own father. And he's trying to make his son like him, which is maybe not the right thing to do. Right. It then also focuses on Loki dealing with the Frost Giants and Loki attempting again to sort of like win his father's favor a bit. And uh, you see LeFay is a piece of crap. Um, it's, it's a really good story about fathers and sons. I thought it was exceptionally well done. Uh, I tip my cap to Jason Aaron on this, this Thor book because he's been really good. And I would give this book a four. I would highly recommend it again. Uh, definitely. Is that it for your books for this week? For last week? For last week. I do have a mention. Okay. In, in, unless you have one thing you want to talk about. Well, I, have I some, just didn't want to step over you. I right? have something that's actually going to segue us very well into this week. So why don't you do yours first? Uh, the only other book I'd like to mention is that Savage Sword of Conan number oh, one yes. came out last week. Jerry Dugan did it. Ron Garney's art in that book looks so much like Busima's art. Uh, it's it's uncanny. I loved it. It's a really good book. If you're a Conan fan, there's two great Conan books out right now. Uh, and Savage Sword was a solid, good Conan story. Okay. Uh, my next pick are actually two books. One that came out last week, one that came out this week. Avengers No Road Home, the weekly yeah. miniseries. Now, remember back years and years ago, right after Avengers disassembled, uh, it seemed like Bendis wasn't going to take care of any of the little threads he had left. Right. So long comes Young Avengers to tie up all those threads. And that's what they did very well for a year or so. And now, uh, No Road Home seems to be doing the same thing. Uh, it's dealing with a number of little subplots. Um, most of all, the Hawkeye-Hulk thing, because Hawkeye killed Banner Yeah, back in the day. That is a little side story there. Right. So, yeah, Hulk's kind of dealing with that. And more importantly, it's funny, Kurt mentioned, Kurt mentioned the Norse gods. Uh, the Greek gods are getting slaughtered um, pretty badly in issue two. Right. There's a real, real bloodbath. And I've always liked the Hercules stuff. I, I'm a big Hercules fan. Huge Hercules fan, and I really actually kind of like the redesign of Hercules. Mm-hmm. I like the current yeah. look. And go, going back to the two miniseries from the 80s, that's where I discovered the right. character. And then he was in Avengers for a long time, and I want to say there was a Marvel premiere maybe with him. I don't remember. There might have been. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the, the team is really good in the book. It's, it's Hawkeye, uh, Hulk, uh, Hercules, Vision, Scarlet Witch. Spectrum. Spectrum, uh, Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Marvel is going to play a part in the in the series and, and do some stuff. Who else is on the team? I think somebody. Oh, Quicksilver. Yes, Quicksilver as well. It's a really neat team. Um, and again, there there's a lot of stories being picked up from various things. And I, it's a weekly miniseries. I'm not sure how long it's going to be. Um, I think it's like six to eight issues, something like that. Yeah, hopefully it's not. Wrong. Hopefully it's not too terribly long because it's really really good. Uh, no, I would totally agree with you. Yeah, and that, that actually, I mean, maybe I haven't read all the books this week, to be honest with you, but so far, number two is my favorite book that I've read this week. Yeah, uh, that would probably be the best book I read this week. I was not overly impressed. Uh, there is a new book from Aftershock Comics called Stronghold, mm-hmm. uh, which I have not read yet. That's a Phil Hester book. Oh, I'm cool. looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, but I just haven't gotten around to that one yet. Uh, Seven to Eternity came out, and I blow Rick Remender every time something comes out from him. Well, I still cool. say Seven to Eternity by Rick Remender and Jerome Opeña or whatever. Uh, fantastic book and something that deserves to be picked up. I love Rick Remender, even though he wrote Rage of Ultron. <laughs> yes. Rage, not age. 
Uh, also, Lone Ranger number five, Yay. continuing on with Mark Russell, and James Bond 007 number four from Dynamite Comics, written by Greg Pak. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then Guardians of the Galaxy 2, this current team. Kind of fun, I have to admit, kind of fun. Beyond that, not much else from this week. Not a, great, my not, not a terrific week. Yeah, even like the Batman stuff, the Batman Flash crossover. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah, I'm, uh, next week we might be reporting more on books from this week because honestly, I haven't read a lot yet. But we'll, we'll see. If there's something worth talking about on next week's We've Got Issues, then we will. Yeah. So there you go. Quick so, little We Got Issues. Right? Yeah, so in, until then, um, bye bye. Yeah. Or are we done with What's the show? on your pull list? What's on your pull list, Jack? Jack! Clearly, Amazing Spider Man. We want to bring you now. back into the fold. You wanted to review a movie or two. You oh, want to yeah. talk about a movie or two? Oh, let's do it. I did, I did see two movies. What did you see? Two movies. <laughs> what were they named? Alita Battle Angel and Fighting with My Family. Ooh, which did you enjoy more? Fighting with My Family. So really? Let's, let's talk about that first. That's surprising. It was, to yeah. be completely honest with you. Um, Fighting with My Family is a story about the wrestler Paige. About how she grows up and her brother and her family, they're all wrestlers. Yeah. Well, her dad's putting a show on one day and he's short a wrestler. So he makes her wrestle. And she really didn't want to. But she goes out there, puts a show on, and she loves it. And then it's the whole evolution of how she gets picked up by the WWE. Her brother does not get picked up. Yeah, is that a big thread throughout the movie? Yes. That I saw it in the commercial, they, and I thought they, it was great. The um, What you see in the trailers and stuff is mm-hmm. literally only the first 20 minutes of the movie. Cool, good. I like that. They don't spoil anything else at all from the movies, and it's, it's a really good movie. It's really heartwarming. It's touching. You're going to laugh. Um, you might cry. You you will cry. Okay. You do. I did tear up. Do they touch on anything more recent in, with Paige, no. or is it just everything from like her sort of high point? Just just all the way. The only thing it touches on is her time, and in, in it, it kind of glances over most of the NXT stuff. It just does all the developmental stuff. Well, that's then, sort of NXT. Well, FCW. They don't really show. They call it NXT. Right. Um. They clearly updated the brands and stuff. Yeah. So the timing's a little funky in it. Yeah, I saw that there are there is a few scenes with uh, rest, clearly people who are supposed to be representing other wrestlers. Uh, there's a guy who very much looks like Pete Dunne, which I, I was upset about. I'm very angry about it. Pete Dunne being <laughs> Pete Dunne being the greatest wrestler alive right uh, now. The Big Show's in it. So well, yeah, I figured, I figured there'd be real wrestlers in it. Yeah. She actually inter- interrupts the two of them having a conversation if they should if the Big Show should eat the hot dogs or not. Okay. She takes the hot dogs. Okay. Ooh, so I hope um, that other dude doesn't knock him out of her hand. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. No, he's not in there. But no, it, it's a good movie. It's it's a really heartwarming story, and it ends when she faces AJ Lee for the women's championship, played by Zelina Vega. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, really? Oh yes. Sweet. Um, it's a good movie. I give it a four point five. Wow, I'm looking forward to it. It's directed, written, I believe, written and directed by Stephen Merchant. Uh, I don't Co-creator know. of The Office. Rock is a producer. Rock is a producer. He's in it, and he's pretty damn funny. Nick Frost, our beloved Ed from Love, Love. He is Nick Frost. Is, is great awesome. in it. Yeah, he's awesome in everything. He this does. is true. Yeah. Um, his wife is a big name actress. Who's? Oh, I know who you're talking. Um, damn it, you I can't remember her name. But the the movie in general is really good. Yeah. Um. Do you give it a pocket protector rating, sir? I already did. For what? Gave it a four. Four, four or five. Oh, good. That's really good. What about, uh, let's talk about the other movie you watched. Um, That would be Alita Battle Angel. Yes. Not not Battle Angel Alita, but Alita Battle Angel. Well, yeah, because it's a James Cameron movie, so yes. it has to start with the A. 
Well, I mean, because it's James Cameron movie, A-R-T. it's going to get like 17 sequels and probably be a park I of Disney. I hope this gets a sequel because it definitely ends on a cliffhanger. Well, it's going to be a park of Disney soon, too. You know what? That would be spectacular <laughs> if they put Aaliyah made in a park. Instead of uh, Avatar, I'd be happy for that. Yeah, did you figure it out yet? Uh, yeah, Paige's mom is played by Lena Headey. There oh. you go. Yeah, mother of kings. <laughs> mother uh, of King Joffrey. Okay, it, it cur- apparently Jack doesn't Bingham. remember this, but Lena Headey stood three feet in front of him at one point in time. Did she? Dread. The viewing of Dread. Her is she in Dread? Yeah, she's the, the <laughs> villain. Yeah. Oh, that's right. right. Her and Carl Urban walked out right in front of us and then talked about the movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So you've seen her. So she wore a leather jacket. Uh, Alita Battle Angel starts out with Dr. Jarrell. Oh, wait, wrong. Wrong android anime. Right. Oh. I don't actually... That, that was a joke for Dragon Ball. Yeah, okay, we over my head. I know it was. Okay. Kurt got it, though. A little bit. He laughed, um, kind of. I don't remember what the doctor's name is that finds her, but basically it, it opens up with her being dropped out of a floating city. Oh. Turns out it's the last floating city because Earth and Mars had a war. Yeah. Who wins that war? You don't know. What happened to the fallout of the war? You don't know. But they got rid of their sex bots. Probably. <laughs> oh, no. is that what she is? No, 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 no I'm kidding. Then the movie just got it's a little actually, more interesting. It's actually explains to you what she is, why her eyes look the way that they do, mm-hmm. and what she was. And it's really cool, man. There's that whole scene with Motorball, which they give you in the trailers. It's really quick, but it's really awesome. Right. Now, is this... Uh, I know it's obviously a good action movie. How does it hold up as a sci-fi movie? Great. Really? Yes. It's mm-hmm. a good sci-fi movie. So that's what, uh, that's it depends what on which sci-fi you're into. Hey, like, it, it doesn't. Well, it's well, like, not well, so like, much like Trek sci-fi. Well, like world building and it's, interesting stuff happening. World building, not so much. It's not, sort of it's sort of your yeah. post-apocalyptic crap world. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's not much world building in it. Everything sucks. But it's it's it, it's and somewhere it's, people are. Eating I haven't seen the movie, but I can guess. Just I, I'm guessing, and Jack can correct me. It's the you know uh, what makes a human a human. Okay. Sort of thing, the Pinocchio syndrome, like even, she's a real girl kind even of thing. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they dream electric sheep. But all the fight scenes are awesome. They change well, apparently they've changed some things from the manga and the anime that they had. Besides the name? Yeah. yeah. But no, like the the villains and stuff are still the villains and stuff. You get um well, no, I'm just saying because James Cameron needs things to either start with an A or a T. Oh, yeah, they changed it from Battle Angel Alita to Alita Battle Angel. I have one question. I want you to spoil something in this movie for me. At the end, is Decker a replicant? They kill <laughs> yes. a dog. <laughs> yes, he is. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. They kill a dog. They oh. do kill a dog. Oh, man. So is that going to bring your rating down? No. Oh, man. It actually leads into a really good scene. Oh. Like John Wick style. One of the um, they call them hunter killers, which are um, which are their versions of bounty hunters. Because mm-hmm. after the previous world fell, there's no more law enforcement. Oh so boy. just the one company hires people out to do the good, you know, to take out people who are doing bad. Um, she's fighting the big villain who you think is the the main antagonist against her, and she's losing. Well, one of the hunter killers is a dude who owns a bunch of dogs. <laughs> So they come down and they fight. It's really cool. <laughs> I give Jack crying. Yeah. No, I didn't cry. Not no? for this. It was a small dog. They're not real oh. dogs. Can I Jesus. can I jump in real quick? No, you can't. Um <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> it's so funny oh, how, how how Jack's one little foible of like dead animals in movies it, like so sticks in my head. 
I was watching, of all movies this past weekend, I was watching the Dolph Ludgren classic, I Come in Peace, from, from like, 1990. <laughs> wow. Uh, which is basically about, like, an alien drug dealer who comes to Earth, and he, he the drug that he takes, he, like, sucks it out of people's brains and stuff, at their bodies. It's their adrenaline or whatever. And Dolph Ludgren's trying to stop him. Uh, at one point, there's a scene where this, this like, pawn shop owner, he's, like, yelling at his dog to stop barking. He's closing up the shop for the night, and he's like, shut up! The dog runs off and still barking. He's like, what the heck? And all of a sudden, you hear the dog, like, ruff, 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 ruff! And that's it. And I was like, oh, man, Jack will hate this movie. <laughs> like, even that's implied dog death. It's funny how every time I see it, like, hear or see an do- animal death in a movie, I'm always like, ah, oh, Jack will hate It's okay. This. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, they do. Except for the ones that the, the aliens suck the juice out of. Uh, that's gross. Yeah. I give Alita a four. Wow, oh, wow. Jack's very enthusiastic today. They were good movies. I'm not going to lie. Alita was very entertaining. It It's long. Yeah. And it felt long. Right. But it's like a quick long. Hmm. Yeah. It's just a deep penetration. Yes. <laughs> just like, boom, in and out. <laughs> in and out. They really, they really stick it to you, right? Yeah. Movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Jack's, Jack's rectum didn't even have a chance to conform. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to talk about a movie that I saw and Curtis also saw. Yeah. Um, Cold Toys. Pursuit. Cold Pursuit, starring oh. uh, Liam Neeson. Yes. I'm zoning back out again. Now, th- what I expected of this movie was very serious Death Wish type movie. Right. What I got was something way funnier than I expected. Tongue in cheek. Very tongue in cheek. Yeah. The wild, over the top characters, um, weird things happening with $20 bills, um, all sorts of stuff. There's that weird sub-story, uh, subplot there, the $20 bill on his crotch. And, and lots and lots of death. Um, and there's a clever a clever way they actually measure the deaths. Uh, the, the screen kind of goes black and you see the person's name, and then they all have nicknames. Yeah, it just gives them an in-memoriam, basically. Right, real quick. yeah. And, and, but they actually, they managed to make that screen pop up and be humorous. Right. Like, you laugh a couple of times when that pops up. Well, yeah, it's done a few times when you're not even sure somebody dies. Right. And then all of a sudden, you, now you know because the screen it. tells you, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a very funny movie. It, it, it surprised me. It was way better than I expected it to be. I was kind of looking for a, a gritty Death Wish movie, which would have been good. Right. This is way better. Sweet. Yeah, I liked it. Either. I enjoyed it, too. I, yeah, I recommend it. I told you you should go see it. Yeah, that. I'm going to go forward with it also. Uh, not to be different or anything, but I saw another movie we didn't even talk about yet. Lego Movie 2. Ah. And I enjoyed it. Uh, you do get Lego Bruce Willis climbing around in a, in a air vent at one point, which was funny. Nice. Actually, twice, I believe. You also get uh, post-apocalyptic uh, Velma from Scooby-Doo at one point. <laughs> wow. Um, it's a crazy movie, but it does a lot of what the first movie did. Uh, of course, like the real story, the family that are dealing with the Legos and stuff, there is there is a subplot side story there that's, that affects everything going on in the world. But there's a nice twist. Something even my kids were both like, <gasps> like they didn't really? gasp. Yeah, there's something, you, there's a big twist that happens. You don't want to spoil it because we spoiled everything else so far. Uh, the, the main, the other character who shows up, you got Emmett who's doing all this stuff and then you get this like this super cool guy who shows up right. who's like got the shades and he's like an adventurer Han Solo type and everything that dude's the bad dude oh he's messing with everybody but not only is he a bad dude he's Emmett from an alternate reality oh snap he got he got dropped and, and kicked under the uh, washing machine and, and laid there for eternity and, and missed his friends and everything so it's funny because because halfway through the movie, my kids were even like, "Who's doing the voice of this this guy?" And I'm like, "I'm not sure." And I wasn't gonna look it up. I didn't care to. 
And we're watching it, and then all of a sudden the big twist is that, oh, he's evil Emmett, sort of. And that was kind of neat. It was fun. I, 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 I really it. enjoyed it. it but I, I would, if I had to rate it, I'm giving it a... I'm giving it a three. It didn't, like, blow me away. The first okay. Lego movie I loved. Yeah, it was really, really good. The second one, it did a lot of what the first one did. Yeah. It was all right. It had good characters, good fun stuff. But beyond that, nothing new. There you go. Awesome. I guess. And I'm pretty sure, does that conclude our show for the day? That would. I think so, yeah. Well, not yet, because we haven't said the words. Oh, Gene sucks. Tune in. Nerd out. Thanks for listening. Visit us online at nerdnationradio.com. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Grindr at Nerd Nation Radio. So until next time, tune in. Nerd out.